International. Hey guys, my name is Jason. Um, originally from Brooklyn, New York. Um, I'm now 42 years old. This this story probably happened around, I think I was about 23, 24 years old. I was in a band that was touring all over the world, and we decided to get a band house. All the guys move into a big house together, big parties, we can write, we have a big rehearsal room in the basement, you know, all that good fun stuff. So we used to throw these parties in the house all the time. There was this girl that used to come to one of our parties, kind of the, I guess, what you would call the freaky girl, the uh, the Winona Ryder in Beetlejuice type. And um, what she used to do is she would come over and she'd always, she always just kind of sit in our, in our kitchen and kind of just hang out, not really talk to anybody, but she was always kind of there and around. So while we're living in this house, all this weird kind of stuff started kind of happening. You know, we'd walk in the house one day after work or after rehearsal and the shower would be on. Or we'd walk, we'd walk into the house and the refrigerator door would be open. One day we walked into the house and all of the empty beer bottles were like laid out on the counter. I'm talking like probably 150, 200 beer bottles. We had a couple buddies that had keys to the house you know, so that they could get in while we were on tour to take care of stuff, pets and whatnot. So we always thought they, you know, they were screwing around. They'd come in the house and they'd mess with stuff. We'd ask them, they'd always say no, and we'd kind of blow it off like, yeah, whatever. All right, sure. So one night, Michelle decides to bring over this Ouija board. So, you know, I'm not into the, I don't believe in the occult and this and that. Nobody else in the house does. She brings over this Ouija board and we're sitting at the table. We put out all the lights. We light a couple candles around the house. We're running, through, running around with the Ouija board. And, you know, we're asking all these questions to the supposed spirit that's in the house. A spirit by the name of Zephyr. Zephyr was an eight-year-old young Jewish boy that died in the Holocaust. So, you know, we're kind of blowing this all off and thinking, whatever, no big deal. A couple days later, we come home. We're down in the basement. We're working out. You know, we had this workout room down there, and a buddy of ours was down there working. So it was like two separate rooms, two bedrooms. Our friend Dave was in one doing curls in the mirror, and me and my buddy John were in the other other room, you know, doing bench bench press and he was spotting all of a sudden we hear this scream a blood curdling scream now dave is six two probably 240 massive dude and we hear this blood curdling scream i mean it was the freakiest thing i've heard in my life we run into the other room and we look at dave 
and the mirror in front of him is cracked, and he's completely, completely white. Like, all the blood has been drained from him. It's the freakiest thing. So we're like, Dave, 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 you know, trying to get his attention. Nothing. He's just staring into this the mirror that's now cracked. We didn't hear it break. Nothing happened. About five minutes after trying to revive this guy, well, not really revive him, but you know, kind of bring him back to life. He uh, he turns around. He looks at us real quick, literally without his shoes on. Nothing. Literally goes flying up the door of the house and runs out the front door. Gets in his car and leaves. I'm like, what the hell? We figured maybe he got freaked out that he broke the mirror. We were going to yell at him. We didn't know what was going on. Well, that night, all hell broke loose. So this is like, I don't know, probably two or three days after we've done, we've done the whole Ouija board thing. So we go to rehearsal. We, we rehearse that night. And, we, you know, we hear a bunch of footsteps and all this stuff upstairs that's going on. So we go upstairs after rehearsals. Now, there's it, it, five guys. All five of us saw this. We walk into the kitchen. All the kitchen, all the kitchen chairs are flipped upside down. All of the beer bottles and everything that was in our fridge was taken out and placed on the counters. This stuff was all put away while we were gone, while we were downstairs in the rehe- rehearsing. The lights start flickering on and off in the house. The showers start turning on. Doors start climbing upstairs. I'm like. All right, guys, I, I, I kind of had enough of this shit. I walk out of the house, and as I'm walking out of the house, I'm walking towards, you know, where my car is parked, and every time I take, like, three steps, the car gets further away from me. Another couple steps, the car gets further away from me. I'm like, what the hell is going It was just this freaky thing that went on. Now, we were renting this house at this point probably for about four months, and nothing... You know, there was, there was freaky stuff that went on in the house, but nothing like this. This was crazy. So we finally, all of us stand out in the middle of the driveway. We call Michelle. We're like, listen, you need to come back to the house. We need to pull this board out. We need to chill the spirit out. Whatever happened, I don't know what's going on. It just kind of freaky. Freakiness is going down. My bass player literally starts crying. This guy's like, you know, 25 years old, you know, built like a brick shit house. No, and, he, and he's crying. He's so scared. I mean, it's fear. It's terror. And I'm, I'm just freaking out. So Michelle comes back to the house. We go to walk into the house. And as soon as she gets to the front door, the front door slams in her face, literally breaks her nose. She starts bleeding down her face. We're like, what the hell? It's, sorry, it's freaking me out a little just reliving this story. It's been so long. Um... And I'm the type of person I, I giggle when I'm when I'm scared. I'm the giggle. I'm the you know I'm the giggle scare. So it sounds like I'm smiling and I'm laughing about everything. That's why because it still freaks me out to this day. So we rush her. To, you know we rush her to the hospital. She gets all fixed up. We bring her back the next day, and we sit in front of the house and we break out the Ouija board and we go through this whole like she's got this whole seance and everything that she wants to do and we lay out all these candles. And we do all these chants and all this stuff. So the next thing she tells us is we need to go bury the Ouija board. We're like, okay. She goes, we need to just tear it into pieces and tear it all up and burn it and then you bury it in the ground and then everything will be okay. All right. 
So we do this. We go through this whole thing. We grab the Ouija board. We take it to we take it to the lake that's not far from where we live. Start digging a hole. Rip the Ouija board up into pieces. Burn it. Throw it in the ground. And literally, as we throw this thing into the ground, clouds roll in. Thunder lightning it was this gorgeous like i think this was i think it was fall we were probably like probably about maybe a month or two before halloween so maybe late summer early fall and it was a gorgeous day but we do this and the clouds start rolling in and at this point i'm like i have had enough i can't deal with this shit anymore i i just want out i want completely out we finish everything up we go back to the house Everything's peace and quiet. So about about another six or seven months goes by, and we're just about getting ready to end the lease in this place. At this point, we found out that our landlord was breaking into the house while we were gone and doing all kinds of weird, freaky shit in the house. We don't know exactly what he was doing, but he was going through our stuff and doing all kinds of stuff. So I was okay. We're gonna we're gonna move out. So the day we decide to tell him, a couple hours later, we're all sitting around the kitchen table eating dinner, hanging out, drinking beers, whatever. And the shower turns on upstairs again. My bass, our bass player, immediately tears start rolling down the face. He starts shaking and freaking out in the corner. Uh, the rhythm guitar player in the band, my buddy Jeff, was sitting at the kitchen table, like kind of laying on the table, I guess, with his head down on the table because his stomach was bothering him and he wasn't feeling so great. He literally shot across the house. We watched his body literally like, like he was picked up by a massive scary monster and just thrown across the room. We're like, oh shit, here we go again. What the living fuck? I run out of the house. My drummer runs out of the house. Jeff gets up, runs out of the house. My bass player is still in the house, freaking out, shivering, crazy in the corner. His brother goes in to get him to get him out. I'm like, fuck this. I'm done. You know, we're only going to be here like another month. I'm, I'm not even going to deal with this shit. I'm going to go. I'm going to go crash in my mom's basement for a month. I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. I get in my car. As I'm leaving, I look in my rearview mirror. You could see the house from behind. The house was like down this long driveway. And I could literally see somebody upstairs in the window. Nobody was in the house waving goodbye to me. So I stopped the car. I get out and I look back at the house. Nobody's there. I get back in the car. I look in the rearview mirror. See somebody waving again. Fuck this shit. I'm out of here. The guy stayed there for the rest of the month. And over the course of the, of the following month... John was pushed down the stairs, broke his arm. Um, one of the other guys was also flung around across the house. Uh, they had decided one night to set up video cameras around the house to try and catch anything. As soon as they put the VHS cassette, VHS, yes, I'm old. As soon as they put the VHS cassette and the VHS to VCR, the VCR ate the cassette. It's just this weird, freaky situation that happened in this house. And from, from that point on, we just dubbed the house the haunt. That's what we called it, the haunt. We would drive past it every few months, you know, to see if anybody else was living in it. And it always looked abandoned and nobody was ever in it again. Just this totally freaky thing that happened to it, to me at, at that age. I don't, 
I mean, we weren't into drugs. We weren't, you know, we were big drinkers, but we weren't into drugs and stuff. And until that point in my life, I never believed in the occult. I really wasn't into that stuff. But ever since then, it's been like one of the major things I study in my life. And every few months, you know, I'll kind of get that tingle on the back of my neck that I felt when I was in that house. It's just, it was the freakiest thing. It still happens to me from time to time. It's happening to me right now while I talk about it, actually. <laughs> you, you know what's uh, <clears throat> what's funny, man, is, is I got the tingle, too. Like, I, I, in the back of my, because, you know, uh, there's not a whole lot that, like, legitimately scares me. Uh, and I think one of the things that do scare, like, and I'm not afraid to admit it, something that does scare me is the, uh, okay, first, let's get into the existential thought of what is these quote unquote hauntings, because I have this belief in alternate dimensions. Like I think that there's probably an endless amount of dimensions around us. And occasionally something from one dimension comes into ours. And that's when we see quote unquote ghosts. This is just my belief. So like if you believe in that, or even if you believe in the supernatural or the uh, demonic, uh, you, you you can't see it. This force, this force that threw something a, a human across the room, what like that? What is more terrifying than the unknown? You know what I mean? Like that's why so many people are scared of death is because we do not know. And when you can't Absolutely. see what is assaulting you, when you can't use a weapon to defend yourself against what is assaulting you, that is the most terrifying thing to me, man. It really is. It's 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 the feeling of complete helplessness, man. And it's just it's the worst. You know, I mean, I've been in some pretty crazy situations in my life. I grew up in New York. You know, I was in New York City when nine eleven happened. You know, I mean, and that would don't get me wrong. That's scary. Probably one of the scariest things that's ever happened to me in in my life. But this situation with this house is way scarier to me. It's. It's beyond. Well, it's scary. personal. It's, it's personal to you because that's yes. your home. You you yeah. live that, that's where you were supposed to be safe. Yeah, you know, I was supposed to be safe. Exactly. Hey, yep. Let, so let me ask you: What do you think it was? Because you mentioned that the Ouija board after the Ouija board is when it started up, and I'm a firm. Let me tell you this: My wife, she loves to collect like medical oddities and like just all kinds of oddity stuff, and we have about. 20 Ouija boards around the house, like all kinds of old ones, big ones, you know, and I like them. They're cool. They're decorative, but I will absolutely not let her use one of those in the house or in general. Do not blame you at all, man. You know, I just, I mean, after I, like I said, I started doing a lot of research afterwards and I looked into a lot of different stuff. You know, while I was living up North, I really got into, um, Wicked and witchcraft and all that kind of thing, you know, just, just from studying it, you know, I've, I've, since then I've become, I've become a pagan, you know, and organized religion is just not my thing anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, after all the stuff that I've read and all the stuff that I've seen, you know, I've been to like the Salem witch museums and been on the witch trials and blah, blah, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I tend to kind of side with you on the alternate dimension thing. I think it's completely feasible that that's what it is, one hundred percent. Yeah, I just think sometimes things cross over, man, and yeah. just they, you know, they don't either they don't physically manifest 
or because, or it comes from a di- dimension where things aren't physically manifested. You know, we're so used to everything that we know being physical. Yeah, you know, exactly. You can touch it, you can taste it, you can smell it, you can see it. You know, in other dimensions, those five those may not be the five senses. It could be completely something else. Yeah, yeah. Good point, man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> hey, how old was this house that you guys were living in? Um, it, we lived in it in the early 90s, and it was built in the mid to late 60s. So it wasn't even that old, like in the scheme of No, things. it really wasn't that old. No. It, it, dude, if it was like some... You know, if it was like some old Civil War home or something, I totally get it. Yeah. You know, but this wasn't. This was like a family house. And this is the freakiest thing about that I forgot to tell during the story. Our landlord lived on the property, but he lived in an apartment above the garage, and we didn't know why. Now you know. Now we know. (laughs) You know, it's funny... Because, like, most of the ghost stories that you hear, it's like, this old ancient house, you know, like you were saying, like, that kind of thing. Like, this house was built in the, you know, 1700s, blah, 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 right? But the only, like, uh, house I've ever lived in that I'm, like, 100% sure was haunted by some something was weird was in a neighborhood that was built in the 80s, right? And, and it was just family homes and our neighbors next to us they got up and left their house no one no one knows why we wow. didn't know why they got up and left their house they left dishes cuz i uh, listen um, we may or may not have snuck over there and broke in may or may not have taken a super nintendo <laughs> they they were gone they were gone for months we were like why did these people leave the the grass got you know three foot high the papers start piling up outside and so one day we finally this person comes by the house i guess the land i don't know some sort of landlord person and they're like uh and we ask them like what happened to these people like they they're you know like one of their cars is still in the driveway is like did they get murdered like we had this speculation that they got murdered but then we're like well well maybe someone's dead in the house like and then she was like nope they just left they won't tell us they they just left they just up and left and we went inside the house dude there was literally a bowl of cereal sitting on the table um like the power had been cut off by now but you can tell like someone was playing video games and then like one part of the house was just trashed trashed everything else was just normal and it was just really this weird feeling when we went in there but anyway i digress the house that we lived in was right next to him and uh i'm 100 sure i saw something in the house my buddy my best friend who is a huge skeptic huge atheist like 100 was it like came to me and was like listen i saw something too um i attacked something i saw in the house and ran into a wall because it was it it didn't exist or whatever (laughs) and uh but we I didn't want to mess, and when we were in that house, I didn't want to mess with the Ouija boards. I didn't want to mess with anything, but his girlfriend at the time wanted to have a seance, so we did. And when we did have the seance, oh. we, which was bad news, we had a candle in the middle of the table, yeah. and that candle, a wind, like, I mean, we're indoors, windows closed, you know, AC off, it's in the winter. The wind blew, and a wind blew that candle out, freaked us out, so we stopped, and we heard all this new noise up in the attic. So we went up there, found a box of bones, like legit like chicken bones beads feathers and some sort of little like clay handprint of like a baby's handprint a rosary a picture of a baby all in the same box and i was like jesus christ like what have we done people what have we done you know wow (laughs) that is freaky you don't so um 
Okay, so I got one more. I got a couple more questions for you too. I just wanted to kind of tell you, sure. you know, like yeah, I've I've been in this situation. So like when you were telling me this stuff, the hair on the back of my neck standing up too. Because a lot of people hear this and they've never experienced the unknown. Experience the unknown is a is yeah. is one of the weirdest and most unique feelings you will ever have in your life, because it's you, you it it's beyond all of our senses to explain what that is you know so it's like some people no don't yeah have absolutely um yeah i mean i tell go ahead. Any, anytime this story gets brought up or even if i you know like a zephyr is it's also a car you know there's all this stuff every time i see that name and anything you know and i play D D too so that name comes up a lot mm-hmm. so it, it, i always get reminded and then you know you get that little the hair standing on the back of your neck kind of thing it's like oh man yeah, here we like, go again what if it comes back what if it's not, you know, what if it's me? Yeah. What if it's just waiting? Ugh. Okay, so um, you one one thing you said happened to you when you were trying to exit the house was that your car got further away. And I assume you mean, like, in your head. Like, your head was spinning. It's like, I can't yeah. even get to my car. Okay. It was like a trick of the brain there. That's what I was curious. That, that's what scary. I literally it's think like was I happening is that like I was trying to move. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I was trying to move, but I couldn't. Yeah. Is what was really going on. Yeah, just frozen. That's what that's going to think. And then... Um, did you ever find out what your roommate saw in that mirror or your buddy who was working out to this day, to this day, he will not talk about it. Wow. It had to be something bad to this day. We hadn't, I hadn't talked to him probably in about five years and literally three or four months ago, we came across each other on Facebook Mm -hmm. and I sent him a message. I'm like, Dave, what's going on, man? Hey, how's everything? And I asked him straight up. He unfriended me. No, he did not. Yeah, he did. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude. Whatever happened freaked him out. This must have been like an it type, you know, like the movie It. Like this this yeah. must have been like that type of situation where it's like, you know, it picks the thing you're scared of the most and he's living in fear. Uh did you look into the history of that house mm-hmm. at all? Like did y'all did y'all look and try to find out? Yeah, know? we did some after we moved out, we did a little bit of research. We didn't find anything, you know freaky about it you know a friend of mine's a friend of ours his father was was a cop so we had him go through back through police records and blah, 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 and all this stuff, and we really didn't find anything hmm. you know it was just it's just, just wow. strange freaky Random. occurrence man yeah for real maybe just a place on the land and then the mixture of the ouija board opening up a portal to another dimension i don't maybe. know maybe um hey have you or uh your roommates had any issues since like you know like uh paranormally or anything like that has anything else happened my room, uh, the roommates at the time. I still talk to them from time to time. You know, we're all still we're all still really good friends. They haven't had any reoccurrences. I had one about I don't know. I'd say probably about four or five years ago. My current wife came home one day from work, and she was folding laundry in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, while she was folding laundry, she heard somebody call her name. She didn't know what it was, and she's the type that's like when when she gets freaky. I'm out of here. Mm. She literally left the house, sat on the stairs until I came home. I came home, walked in the house, had a word with my house, and the next thing you know, I'm literally flipping through TV, and I see the name Zephyr. No fucking way. Yeah. (sighs) So I was just like, wow. And that was the last. That was the last of it. Wow. And how long ago was that? Probably about four or five years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, so, does t- 
talking about this? Like, I know you said it brings up the hair on the back of your neck, but I mean, is it tough? I mean, this was, you know, like, is it, or is it just like, you know, is it, you, you're pretty well reserved to know the fact that that ain't, you know, it ain't going to be an issue again. Right. Okay. Um, you know, also with all the research and stuff that I've done, you know, be, being a pagan, you know, we have a little, we have, we have a, we have a, uh, what do you call it in the house? We have a, we have a shrine in the house. You know, we do all kinds of protective spells. We sage the house every few months. So, yeah, we, you know, we, we, we're, we're we, pretty well safe from all of that stuff. We're, um, my my wife and I are pretty much agnostic. I'm I'm very much so agnostic. Her, I'm not sure. Probably she just doesn't know or care. But uh, I uh, we still do when we move into a house a sage burning uh, because I've got uh, like some family and you know like just close people who aren't family who are. Uh, uh, they're Native Americans, so they've always said mm-hmm. like they've always gifted me like well the last not last two but two houses I went into they gifted me uh, some blessed sage and they're like you know burn it in your house and I still have it so every time I move into a new house I reburn the sage you know and uh, right and one of the guys who he gave it to to give it to me is dead now so it's kind of like a sacred thing so it's like uh so we burn it whenever we you know go to the corners put it in the corners and stuff like that cleanse the house kind of deal so you know my wife she says all the time i would love to live in a haunted house and she like for our uh our last uh um uh, well, I guess time before last anniversary, I took her to New Orleans. We went on a ghost tour, and we got married on Halloween. And we went on a ghost tour and on on Halloween night, uh, and for our five year anniversary, and um, th- it was crazy, dude. There was some crazy stuff happened. I mean, and she was just I. It's surprising because I'm a big dude, like tattooed, carry a gun everywhere, and I'm like a little girl. I'm like, I'm right. gonna get out of this room. I don't want to be in this room anymore. <laughs> And she's like, why? Look, cool, man. We're going to see a ghost. Like, it's going to be awesome. Like, you know, she's stoked for it. And I'm like, what? Like, no, oh. let's go. Like, I don't want to be in here anymore. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> so it's funny. Yes. How it's weird, man. And we did end up seeing something that night. Yeah. We caught some EVPs as well. So it was very cool. You know what's funny, wow, man? that's awesome. You're our first ghost story, and I'm so happy to finally get one because I love them, and I have not wanted to push it for the show. Like it's not something I've 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 you know right. what I mean it's because I like I tell everybody I say listen you tell me the first thing that comes to your head that makes you know like like the scariest time in your life what's the first thing shoot you know and the first thing that's what I want to hear do I want to hear ghost stories all day hell yes I love them but I'm glad that it came up organically because yours was is insane and I almost want to say uh, I mean obviously there's poltergeist activity one and two demonic is clearly obvious here so quote unquote yes. demonic. what demonic may mean in the literal form we'll never know you know no right of course no I'm with you absolutely 100% well that's you crazy know? man but yeah man it's definitely it definitely was was a scary time in my life man I imagine definitely scary I imagine man well, thanks for opening up, and thanks for sharing that with us, man. I mean, I know you know it must be tough to relive, and we really appreciate you, dude. Of course, man. What thanks you, for having me. It's been yeah. great. What, what, do you, what do you do these days? How do, how do people come uh, come see your see your face? Um, right Nowadays, you know, I do. I have, uh, I broadcast on Twitch. I play games. Um, so you can find me there, Jason Constantine. I have my website, jasonconstantine.com. There you can find my music. 
you can find some, I do, I sometimes do online guitar lessons. Um, I have a podcast that I run for some Twitch streamers. Uh, you can find all that through my website. Just go to jasonconstantine.com and you, you know, even if you want to talk about the story, you know, hit me up. We can discuss. I'm always down to talk about it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jason, listen, thanks for coming on the show, man. And, and I will say that I have uh, visited Jason's uh, channel as well my, uh, on Twitch. He's a, he's a great guy, super, uh, super down-to-earth, super nice, uh, uh, funny dude. So you guys make sure to go check him out. And, Jason, thank you so much, man. We'll be, uh, we'll be in contact, and I'll talk to you soon, brother. Thanks a lot, man. I'll talk to you soon. Take All it right. easy. Take it easy. Uh, Donna, wow, do you believe in ghosts? You do? Do you have a ghost story? Do you want to tell it to us? No? Okay. Uh, do you think they're ghosts? Like, like ghosts, like, you know, like we traditionally think they're ghosts, or do you think they're alternate dimensional creatures? Both. Both? A little bit of both? Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. You're going to have to tell me your ghost story sometime. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. She doesn't want to. She's, uh, like all humans, wants to talk to me as little as possible. And listen, I don't blame you guys. If you've got a cool, scary story, it doesn't even have to be cool. It doesn't have to be scary. It has to be personal. I guess that's the one thing we require on this show is that it's a personal story. Um, hit us up. You know, uh, Send us an email, fearthepodcast at gmail.com. That is fearthepodcast at gmail.com. You don't have to be local. We can get you on the phone, get you in here telling a story. I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening. Make sure to like and share. Goodbye. national